Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Shore-Parks. What's going on, everybody? My name is Elliot Shore-Parks. Today is Thursday, April 13th. And this is the best football show podcast. The place for the top news and opinion from myself, and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button. It not only helps the show grow, but if you hit that auto-download button, you'll get the episode first, and leave a five-star review while you are at it, uh, just to be nice, but also to help the show grow. So let's get into it. The NFL draft coming up, uh, you know, just about two weeks now. Actually, yeah, two weeks from tonight, the first round of the NFL draft will be taking place. And while there is a lot of intrigue in the draft, where are the quarterbacks going to go, really being the top question, the other reality of this draft is it's not a super talented draft. It is not an extremely deep draft. There's not a lot of elite, exciting prospects uh, in the draft. I mean, the quarterbacks are always going to get excitement, but outside of that, you can talk yourself into Jackson Smith out of Ohio State, right? The cornerbacks, uh, teams will talk themselves into them. But there's just not a ton of elite prospects. And then, of course, there's Jalen Carter and Will Anderson, but they're probably both going to go into top five. So as a result, a big question heading into this draft is, where is Texas running back Bijan Robinson going to go? And it is a draft that is perfectly suited to wonder where he's going to go and to see him get drafted highly because of the lack of elite prospects. I mean, almost any draft analyst you talk to will say that Bijan is one of the top five most talented players in this draft, which is not normally the case for running backs. I know often running backs are underdrafted and they're, they're not a position teams prioritize, prioritize, but part of that is because there just aren't normally prospects as good as Bijan. When there are, they normally do get drafted high. Ezekiel Elliott went number four. Saquon Barkley went number two. Now we could debate whether or not those were smart decisions. A Saquon one certainly was not. But at the end of the day is when you're a talented running back that's special, you do normally get drafted relatively high. But what I want to talk about today is, is where is Bijan Robinson going to go? Like if he doesn't go in the top five, which let's be real, he's not going to, does he make it outside the top 10? If he makes it outside the top 10, what are some teams that could draft him? How high, I'm sorry, how low could he fall? And if you're a team with two first round picks, like the Philadelphia Eagles, how far up might you have to trade to get him from that second pick. So let's kind of just take it spot by spot on where I think B. John Robinson could get drafted. And it really sets up uh, for a really interesting dynamic on draft night for the Dallas Cowboys versus the Philadelphia Eagles for who will end up getting B. John Robinson. So 
Let's start where I think the highest possible spot Dijon could go. I would be stunned if he went before this spot, and that is number nine to the Chicago Bears. Now, why would Bijan Robinson make sense at number nine? The Bears lost David Montgomery, their top running back last year, 210 carries, like easily their best uh, running back. And so they need somebody. They did sign Deontay Foreman. They have Khalil Herbert from last year. But neither of those guys are going to carry the running game. And as dynamic as Justin Fields is in the running game, and you don't want to take that out of his game at all. Like, you want him to be that dynamic player. They're going to need someone else to run the ball. You can't have Justin Fields running it, you know, 20, 22 times a game or whatever. So they need a running back. And the other thing that they need is weapons. They need weapons on that offense for uh, for Justin Fields. They need to give him more guys to work with. Now, there are a couple options for them at number nine. Uh, it would be surprising if they went receiver. I think it's a possibility. I think taking Jackson Smith out of Ohio State is a bit of a reach there at nine. I like him a lot. I think he's a good prospect, but I do think you're probably reaching there. Um, if you look at offensive line, Paris Johnson out of Ohio State, possibility. Peter Skronsky out of Northwestern, seems like he could be a good pick for them. He's NFL ready right now. He might have to move inside to guard, but he projects it being able to play either spot. So there are some other options for them at number nine. But the best player available to him is Bijan, the guy that could come in and help their offense right away. So I think the earliest you would see him go is number nine. It seems like a pick the Bears would make. Get Justin Fields that weapon. Take the sure thing. Get a home run pick in the top 10. That's the earliest I think he could go. Number 10 to the Philadelphia Eagles. B. John Robinson has been, has been mocked there quite a bit. And it makes sense from for a lot of reasons. The Eagles are ready to win the Super Bowl now. They are loaded on offense, loaded at offensive line, loaded at receiver, have an MVP quarterback, great tight end. They really only need a running back. And they need a running back to help uh, their offense in general. This is a team that, as good as they are throwing it, they're backbone on offense. Like, the core of what they do is running the ball. And they lost Miles Sanders. They brought in Rashard Penny. But Rashard Penny is injured all the time, so it's hard to really rely on him. And the Eagles are in a unique spot where they're coming off being in the Super Bowl. They're expected to compete for one next year, and they're picking at number 10. That just often doesn't happen. So there's arguments for other positions here. If they want to draft for the future, if you want to go offensive line because of some depth issues, I could see that. If they trade up for Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, I think those are possibilities. But if they stay at 10, Bijan's a real possibility there. So, But if they pass on Bijan at number 10, if they decide, you know what, we're not going to take a running back that high, we like these other prospects for the long term better, let's take B, let's not take Bijan at 10, but they also pick at 30. So let's monitor that and see if maybe we can get him if you, if you trade up for him. So how far could he drop if he does go outside the top 10? The next team I see as a possibility, so we're going to go straight 9, 10, 11, is the Tennessee Titans. Now, I would argue it's probably an irresponsible decision for them, um, especially if there's a quarterback on the board. They need to look at quarterback. I think the Titans are a team you could you could see move up into the into the top 10 and go after a quarterback, especially if Will Levis and Anthony Richardson make it past four. Then I really think you would see them move up. But if they stay there, they do, it does make some sense. Uh, Derrick Henry, obviously an elite player, but he looked like he was slowing down last year. He's 29 years old. He makes a lot of money. And if you're the Titans and the foundation of your team has been great defense, running the ball, 
putting in Bijan Robinson to potentially take over for Derrick Henry. Maybe not this year. This year you lighten the load on him and you have two dynamic backs. But then moving forward in 2024, you feel like you have Henry's replacement. So again, I, I would look at quarterback here if I was the Titans. I would try to move up and get one. And there's other positions they could look at for sure. They did, they did just re-sign Jeffrey Simmons. So you still feel pretty good about the defense. But I think uh, Bijan would make sense for them at number 11 if they feel he can be the eventual uh, successor to Derrick Henry and be an awesome one-two combination while they're together. All right, now that we've gotten past 9, 10, 11, let's say he's still on the board. The next team I think that could possibly take him, barring trade-ups, is the New England Patriots at 14. Now, why the Patriots? They do have a great running back in Rian, Ramondre Stevenson, 210 carries, just over 1,000 yards, 5 yards per carry, only in his third year, so still very young. So they do have a guy that they can they can believe in. But much like for Justin Fields, they need to get Mac Jones some weapons. They just flat out do. Uh, receiver could be an option here. Again, if Jackson Smith is still on the board, I think that's a strong possibility for the Patriots. But if you add Bijan to that team, it lightens a load off Mac Jones. It gives them a legit running game. It gives them an awesome one-two combination. Like, Derrick Henry would be a great combination, but Derrick Henry's probably gone in a year, if not two years at most. With uh, Stevenson and Bijan Robinson, the Patriots could have like a legit one-two combination in the backfield for the next four years, where they have you know it. Look, I think Bijan is better, uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, like you could give it to either of them and feel very confident. So the Patriots at fourteen, they create a one-two running back duo. And really good value because, again, Bijan is a top five player in this draft from a strictly talent perspective. So let's say he's still on the board. He's falling. Teams are calling around. What are we doing? Bijan's still available. Are we going to go up and get him? What's the next team that would take him? So trade-up option for sure between 14 and this team. But if, he, if there are no trade-ups and he just keeps going, the Los Angeles Chargers at number 21. Austin Eckler has, uh, you know, obviously been a lot of trade speculation. He wants a new contract. Um, I would just probably pay Austin Eckler. I think he's very good. I think what he does in the passing game, what he does in the running game, his consistency, the Chargers are not in a position to be getting rid of weapons on offense. But if they are going to trade Austin Eckler, and he is a draft day, draft weekend trade, taking Bijan Robinson would be a great way to replace him. Uh, Bijan isn't the receiver that Eckler is. But few are. I mean, really just probably Eckler and Christian McCaffrey um, from an elite running back perspective in terms of catching the ball. Bijan is very close, though. Bijan is an excellent option out of the backfield. He can catch the ball. He can split out wide. He could do a lot of the things Austin Eckler does. He's just bigger. And, you know, Eckler hasn't really dealt with injuries. But I think Bijan has a more kind of solid NFL running back body. So if he's still on the board, I think the Chargers, it would make sense for, for them. They could then trade Austin Eckler. They don't have to pay him. You recoup some draft value by trading Austin Eckler. So I think the Chargers at 21 would be an interesting spot. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. 
For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, let's say it's draft pandemonium and Bijan is still on the board. And I would be surprised at this point. But this is where I think you would see the ultimate showdown come between the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles for Bijan Robinson. So first, we already discussed why the Eagles would be interested in Bijan. He would be a stud in their offense. He could be the best running back in the NFL next year behind that offensive line and those weapons around him. He would replace a massive need for them. All those things. Like, he makes a ton of sense for him. Why would the Cowboys have interest? So this offseason, the Cowboys lost Ezekiel Elliott. They franchise Tony Pollard, but one thing you've consistently seen with that organization, whether it's drafting Zeke at number four overall, whether it's paying him massive money, whether it's making Pollard a big part of the offense, then franchising Tony Pollard, they value the running back position. Like we can debate, uh, you know, if it's a, if it's the correct position to value. You know, you look at their playoff track record. I don't think it's because of the running back, but it's not like they're a model franchise in terms of winning. So you can debate if they invest too much in the running back position. But the bottom line is they invest a ton in the running back position, right? So if if he's still on the board at 22, would the Cowboys trade up for him? He's probably not their biggest need. You know, if you look at offensive line, they lost uh, their starting guard. I think offensive line is probably their biggest need. But at this point of the draft, you are reaching for offensive line help, like flat out. You are flat out reaching. So Bijan would be the best player on the board. The Cowboys have shown that they're, they're invested in the position. Would they make a small move up? And if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, would you overpay to jump the Dallas Cowboys? Because Eagles fans and media can debate all they want. Is it worth it at 10? You know, draft positional value, draft points, all these things. None of that stuff matters when the regular season comes. And the Dallas Cowboys are the Eagles' biggest competition to going back to the Super Bowl. And obviously, their biggest competition to winning the division. So while... When draft weekend closes, maybe the Eagles will get a good draft grade if they take an offensive tackle at 10. When the season comes and that tackle is sitting on the bench and they have to deal with Bijan Robinson twice a year, then we'll see who really got the better end of that. So if Bijan still is on the board, really, you know, past 14 or 15, but let's say he does make it past number 21. Then things get really interesting. The Eagles own the 30th pick. That's four behind the Cowboys. They would have to jump them, obviously, assuming the Cowboys take them. I think the Cowboys would be fools not to take him. You put him in that offense, Dak, C.D. Lamb, Bijan Robinson, like you have another big three you feel you can build around for the future. I know Dak isn't super young, but C.D. Lamb is, and obviously Bijan would be a rookie. And you have a ton of talent on defense. So if you can add Bijan Robinson, put him with Tony Pollard, you let Pollard walk at the end of the year, Bijan becomes the number one undisputed guy in the 2024 season. That'd be a great pick for the Cowboys. And again, they need, like, the Eagles are their biggest competition as well. I think it's pretty clear in the NFC. It's Eagles, Cowboys, Niners, but only two of those teams have a quarterback. The Niners don't have one. So it's the Eagles and the Cowboys. So while you can't make draft picks specifically with another team in mind, in this case, you kind of can. And if you're the Eagles at number 30 and you think Bijan to Dallas is a real possibility... Maybe you do overpay to jump up to 25 or 24 to make sure you get him and make sure he doesn't end up in Dallas. So with the draft two weeks away, I think where Bijan Robinson goes is the most interesting question in this draft. And look, Eagles-Cowboys, one of the best rivalries in the NFL. And man, if they go into, into a draft night both wanting Bijan, 
it could really set up to be an explosive, interesting draft night, uh, as it always is. But especially when you have two rivals going at it, it's going to be a fun one to see if either can land Bijan Robinson. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. And I'll talk to you guys next time.